What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another podcast episode. I'm so excited to be sitting down with you guys today and just chatting. I am in a chatty mood, let me tell you. So get ready for um, today's episode. I feel like it's been a while since I sat down here and talked to you guys. The last couple weekends I've been away, so I've had to kind of pre-record around that. First, let's just catch up. Like, how are you? How are you doing this week? What's one exciting thing that happened to you or a really positive thing that you're really excited about right now? Like, DM me. Let me know. I want to talk to you. Anyways, as far as my week goes, it has been an interesting one since the last time I um, recorded an episode, let me tell you. So this past weekend, I, or I guess not the past weekend, but the weekend before that, I went up to Ottawa to um, spend some time with my friends. So we went up to see Shelby um, and I traveled up to Ottawa, which is like probably like an eight hour drive from where I live. It's kind of a hike. Um, I drove up with Jocelyn and Emma and we had quite the adventure. Let me tell you. So me and Jocelyn left um, my hometown. We are both from here. And we traveled to Kingston to pick up Emma. And before I left, I said to myself, okay, I'm going to get my car serviced because um, it needs an oil change. So I feel like the responsible adult thing to do is to get my oil changed, make sure my car is good. They were going to look it over to make sure it was all safe and ready to go for my little road trip. So that happened earlier in the week and then we drove up um, Wednesday night. And as me and Jocelyn were driving about, I don't know, maybe like four hours in, I would say, like just after we kind of passed Toronto, I start hearing this really weird noise um, on my car. And it was almost like a noise where it felt like you were just like going over like kind of like a speed bump almost. Um, but it was like constant and I was like, oh, like this is kind of weird, but I don't know. I didn't really think anything of it. We continued on and I really didn't think anything of it for a couple reasons. First being that, um, usually I would drive with my music on. So I was like, oh, maybe that's just like the normal noise my car makes, but me and Jocelyn were talking, so I didn't have my music on. So I was like, oh, it's probably fine. We also were on um, the highway and there were like kind of like rougher um, like patches in the road. So I was like, this is no problem. We're fine. My car is fine. It just got safety. I was not worried whatsoever. Um, then Jocelyn had kind of made a comment being like, oh, that doesn't really sound right. And I was like, oh, I'm sure it's fine. Then Shelby calls us just to check in, see how far, um, we had made it because she lives in Ottawa. We're going to see her. And she's like, what's that noise in the background? And I was like, oh, like, what are you talking about? And she's like, I just hear this really loud noise. And I was like, oh, I think it's my car. Like, I'm sure it's fine. It just got checked. No big deal. And then her and Jocelyn start freaking me out. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I'm sure it's fine. It's no big deal. Like, we're almost to pick up Emma. We'll just like check things out once we get her in Kingston. So that's exactly what happens. We make it to Kingston, A-okay. And then I get out of the car and I was like, okay, Jocelyn, you drive it. And I'm going to see if there's something like rattling underneath. So I'm like, on my hands and knees in this parking lot. She's like slowly driving my car around me. We look crazy. 
And one thing I did notice is that it only made the noise when I either was on the brake or on the gas. If I was just coasting, there would be no problem. So I was like, I'm sure it's not that big of a deal, but everyone was freaking me out. And I honestly didn't really know what to do. And at this point I was like, we just need to get to Ottawa, like it's fine. So the revised plan was that we were gonna leave my car in Kingston and a mechanic was going to look at um, my car the next day. Basically what ended up happening was that all of the lug nuts, which are like the little bolts on your tire of the driver's side had fallen off except for one. Meaning one little bolt was holding my tire on on a 400 series highway where I was going very fast. <laughs> so as you could imagine, that was a very scary situation. I feel like we didn't really, we didn't know the problem obviously at the time, um, but yeah, a little bit scary. Then it became even more of a mess because I drove on it with only um, one lug nut still there. It ruined the rim of my car. Um, or of my tire. So that was an issue because they weren't going to be able to order a um, new rim for my car because it's like a specific um, rim, I guess, till the following week, till the Monday. And we had to drive home back the Sunday of last weekend. So that was not going to work. Um, so yeah, it became a really big problem. Um, still to this day, I don't have my car. It is still in Kingston, even though I've been home. Um, for a week, but we'll figure it out. It was just a very messy situation. And that is how um, our trip to Ottawa started. But we did not let that wreck the trip. Um, it was so, so much fun to go visit Shelby in Ottawa. We were able to um, sit out and have some patio drinks because everything had kind of opened up. We went to the mall. I went shopping. Um, bought some stuff from Lululemon. Like it was a good, good time. Um, I just left feeling so like my heart was just so happy. And, um, I always feel like my best self when I'm around those girls. They really are the kind of girls that you want to surround yourself with. Um, they better me every single day. And I'm just so, so grateful to have, um, them as my friends. Anyways, moving on, um, while I was also in Ottawa, I got a call from my mom that um, my work had called and I was being called back to work the next, like that Monday, which I did not expect. <laughs> and I, I honestly thought I wouldn't be working um, at all, probably all summer was honestly what I'd kind of expected. I had applied to a lot of jobs kind of before COVID um, and no job really ever came through because nowhere was really hiring students. So that was kind of my work situation at that point. Um, so you're probably thinking, okay, like what job called you back then? So I've actually had the same summer job for the past, this is my sixth summer, which is absolutely crazy. So since I graduated high school, I have worked, um, at a factory. This is where my mom works. And, um, yeah, that's kind of been my summer job. 
It is really good money. Um, it's also shift work, which is definitely an adjustment. Um, but yeah, they called me back to work. They said they needed people, um, but I had to start that Monday. So that was a bit of a scramble as well. Um, but yeah, now I've been back to work for an entire week. I'm exhausted. It has been absolutely draining. Um, and it has been pretty stressful. Like I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Working during, um, a pandemic is stressful and it's a lot. It is very, um, just like mentally draining. I had talked about before that I had been like pretty isolated, um, since quarantine started and I hadn't really seen anyone. Obviously the last couple weeks I've seen some friends who have also been safe and we've social distance and those kind of things. But, um, I really hadn't seen anyone or been out in public or anything like that. So kind of to be thrown um, back to work has been a lot to adjust to. And I know that so many people are dealing with the same thing as well. Um, I ended up going back to work last Monday and I had like a whole orientation on how things were going to run moving forward. Um, all of the different procedures that were now in place. Obviously, masks are mandatory at work and we get our temperature checked every morning before work and just there's just like a bunch of different things that um, my work has implemented to make sure we're being extremely safe. They said they're almost going like overboard, but they much rather um, have it that way than not do enough, which I obviously appreciate. But yeah, it's definitely been a lot if you're someone that has been back to work as well. I feel you. I am right there with you. It is um, definitely just another adjustment. So that has been my week. Honestly, a bit of a shit show, but it's okay. We're making the most of it. That's what we do here. I also, okay, I cannot believe that we are ending June this week. Like, we're pretty much halfway through summer at this point. Like, can we just take that in because I just started work this week and I already feel like summer's over and usually I would have started two months ago. I don't know. In my head, I'm like, summer's just started, you know? It's crazy. But it also got me thinking about all the things that I miss about like not a quarantine summer, like Bachelor in Paradise. Like, can we talk about that? I'm not a huge like TV person. I love reality TV though. Like that is my jam. And every summer, like I look forward to two shows, Bachelor in Paradise and Big Brother. And both cannot be filmed right now when I actually like don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like I, I'm kind of over, this is, I don't know if anyone else feels like this, but I'm kind of over the Bachelorette and The Bachelor. Like, their seasons are just, like, not doing it for me anymore. But Bachelor in Paradise is, like, where it's at. Like, that is, like, what we all look forward to. That's why we watch the other seasons, you know? I don't know. I was just looking at the calendar and I was like, oh my gosh, we're halfway through the summer. What am I missing? It just doesn't feel like summer right now. And that, I think that's it. I think that we have no Bachelor in Paradise to watch. Um, every week just doesn't make it feel like a normal summer, you know, that is the missing piece. It's not that we can't go out and, you know, hang it with our friends freely. No, 
It's Bachelor in Paradise. I'm convinced. All right. That is quite the chat. I Hopefully we've caught up at this point. I just needed to let it out. I needed to just chit chat with you guys. I um, was in the mood. I hope you guys enjoyed that little catch up session, but we still have a full episode to go. So let's roll the intro and get into it. Hi, I'm Paige, and I created this podcast to build a space where you can come and feel good about yourself, learn and understand just how worthy you are of living a life you're so excited about. Here's the deal. I promise to keep it as real as it gets and every week discuss topics that are going to help us all get through life together. I want to talk about our passions, identify our power, and living out our purpose. This is The P Project. Okay, does anyone else like low-key just like get in the best mood ever when they hear that intro song? Like I'm always like fist pumping by myself in my room like... It's just the vibe. It is just definitely just like fires me up, gets me ready to go. That's probably why I picked the song. Anyways, moving on into this week's episode. I don't even know if I've said what we're talking about this week, but now that I'm back to work, I have had to really lean in to my morning routine. I started this week um, off on the day shift, so I start work at 7 a.m., and I have about a half an hour commute to work. And just the thought of getting up the first day of work, I was like, oh God, this is going to be fun. This is gonna be a lot of fun. And I just dreaded every moment of it, but I I knew myself good enough to know that I needed to get up and get my workout in before. I started work, okay? Because I work in a factory. It is a very um, like physical job for eight hours. I'm on my feet and um, it just, it's hard on your body. It's hard to get used to. So I knew I would not have the energy to work out once I got home after my shift because I would just be so drained. I'm sure so many people, even if you just work at like a desk job um, and you're not on your feet for eight hours, it's still exhausting. You don't want to do anything after a full eight hour or 12 hour shift at work. So I'm sure you can feel me on that. So I said to myself, okay, I'm really going to have to go back to my morning routine. Um, and it has been a while since I've had to really have a legit structure with an actual um, alarm that needed to not be snoozed, you know? I had talked about um, before that I had been using an alarm during quarantine, but my alarm was set at 8 or 9, not 4 a.m., you know? So I knew that I was going to need to really lean into my morning routine to make sure I stuck to my healthy habits. So I wanted to make this episode about how to create a morning routine. I never used to be a morning person. I slept in all the time. I dragged my butt all day long because of how rushed I would be in the morning. And once I really just adapted, um, like a solid morning routine schedule and kind of found my groove on what I liked and what worked best for me, um, it really changed the game. And maybe you're listening to this and you're like, I could never get up that early. Like you are crazy. 
I would have thought that too a year and a half ago, but seriously, it just, it changes the course of your day. I am someone, I hate being rushed. I hate being on other people's schedule and other people's time. Um, I hate like pulling myself out of bed and rushing out the door. Like there's nothing I hate more. Um, and I hate being behind, like it just drives me nuts and gives me honestly a lot of anxiety. So because I know those things, I knew when I got called back to work, oh Paige, you're in for a treat and you're getting back into your morning routine that you had um, while you were back at school. So I have kind of just developed some habits. I'm gonna kind of walk you through my morning routine is kind of how I'm gonna lay out this episode. And then, um, yeah, we can kind of just go from there. I think it's really important to know that everyone's morning routine is going to look different. You're gonna have to kind of like figure this out. This is a very trial and error thing. Um, and these are just some of the tips and tricks I use and that have really helped me. So kind of just like take it for what it is. Um, and you're just going to have to try this out. I think it's going to be fun. We'll do it together. Um, I'm even still figuring things out. I usually have a morning routine while I'm in school, not working a full-time job. So I'm still figuring things out as well. I think the first thing you need to do when you're figuring out kind of your schedule and your routine, you need to say, okay, what's a reasonable time um, that I need to get up? And for me, when I'm on days working at a 7 a.m. shift start time, for me, I decided that I was going to have to get up at 4. And the way I figured that out was, okay, I knew I started work at 7. I knew I had a half an hour commute. I knew that I committed to hour-long workouts. Um, so the current workout program I'm doing is I work out every day for at least an hour. So I kind of just like worked backwards. I knew how long it was going to take me to get ready. I knew I was going to want to do some personal development and gratitude in the morning. So kind of just working backwards from there, I figured out, okay, 4 a.m. was the time it had to be. Now, was I excited about it? No. Was it going to be enjoyable? Absolutely not. But I think this is a time where you just need to embrace the suck because honestly, it's not going to be fun at first. Um, but it's not about how you feel in the moment. It's about how you want to feel for the course of your day. So for me, I know that my best self gets up early before the rest of the world wakes up and I read my personal development, I do my gratitude and I work out. I am pouring into me before I pour into others. And I know that's my best self. And those are the practices I need to do in order to um, be the best person I can be for everyone else I come in contact to throughout my day. My job can be stressful at times. So if I am rushed out the door and I haven't given myself a time to just relax and um, pour into me first, I am going to be a nightmare <laughs> the rest of the day. Like that's the reality. I think it's knowing yourself. So yeah, in the moment when the alarm goes off at 4 a.m., or whatever time it is for you. Maybe it's five, maybe it's seven, like, I don't know. But it's going to suck. It's not gonna be fun. But ask yourself, 
Is it about how you feel in this moment or is it about how you want the rest of your day to go? Okay, I feel like I kind of got ahead of myself and jumped the gun a little bit, but um, you're gonna obviously set your alarm the night before. And I think that in order to have a successful morning, it starts the night before. And that is setting your alarm. That is winding down at a decent time. Um, this is something that I'm still kind of working on as far as like my night routine. One thing I always do um, the night before though is I always make a to-do list for the next day. And the reason I do this is because I feel like I sleep a lot better at night. Um, once I've like cleared my thoughts, I literally just grab like a pen and paper and I just like write down everything I need to do the next day. And I find, yeah, it just clears my thoughts, allows me to sleep better. But also that way, the minute the alarm goes off, I think of that to-do list. Okay, what are the things that I can get done right in the morning so I can feel um, productive and good right off the bat? I also know I'm like, oh, I have a lot of things to do today. Paige, you better get your butt up right now or they're not all going to get done. So I find a to-do list the night before really helps me. I also try and like read a book instead of go on my phone um, for like a half an hour before bed. This is again what I would ideally do. This does not always happen. I'll tell you that. Um, there are nights where I do stay on my phone too late and um, definitely don't wind down um, with a book, but I try to. This is something I always try and do. I think setting yourself up um, best starts the night before your um, morning routine even begins. Like I said, I'm still kind of trying to master this, but um, I do think it's really important. Another thing too is like when you're first starting out and getting into a good morning routine, um, the first couple nights are going to suck. I feel like I always stay up a lot later um, than I should, but it's just like a matter of getting into the routine. So you might stay up late the first night. It's gonna suck in the morning when you're getting up early, but um, your body will adjust and your body will get tired and it won't stay up late anymore. I also use the um, bedtime app on my phone and this will actually alert you when you need to actually go to bed to send you like a reminder. Um, yeah, it's just on the iPhone. It's on um, like your alarms app and you can set it to kind of however you want, um, however long you need to sleep. So I usually try to sleep for at least eight hours a night um, and you can set it so it's consistent um, at the same time every single day. All right, now that we have mastered our night, um, it is time to wake up. And like I said before, your alarm's gonna go off and it's gonna not necessarily be pretty, um, <laughs> but that's okay. One thing I always do too is I will plug my phone in across the room. So when my alarm goes off on my phone, I need to physically get out of bed to shut it off. Now, you're probably like, I don't want to do that. And the reason you don't wanna do it is because you know it's going to work and it's gonna get your booty out of bed like you committed to and like you wanted to. It's not great in the moment, but it works. So do it, I promise you. Um, it'll get your butt out of bed. Now, once I'm up, the very first thing I always do is make my bed. 
Now, this makes me feel so productive right from the get-go, and it also prevents me from getting back into bed because sometimes that's easy to do. Say you go to get dressed and then you're like, ugh, I just, I'm not feeling this. Then you crawl back into bed. Like, it happens to the best of us. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna make our bed right off the bat, first thing, and then you're gonna feel good. You're gonna feel like, okay, got that checked off. My space is feeling more clean and it's not as easy and comfortable to get back into bed. So that is always the first thing I do. Then I get dressed for my workout. So if you are someone that's going to work out in the morning, obviously get on those workout clothes. Then I will head into the bathroom. And one thing I've been doing a lot lately is um, splashing cold water on my face as soon as I'm kind of up. I feel like this feels so refreshing. It wakes me up and I don't know, try it out. <laughs> Maybe you'll like it too. I've just been doing it more recently and it just like makes me more alert and um, just like refreshed in the morning, which is really nice. After that, I go downstairs and I need some caffeine. So for me, this is when I would drink my pre-workout. If you guys follow me, you know I'm obsessed with um, the pre-workout I use, but honestly, like any caffeine, if you're a coffee person, tea, whatever it is, like I need to start my morning with some caffeine. So um, I go downstairs to get that. I also, before having that, will um, have a big glass of water um, just so I'm hydrating, getting um, kind of my body up and going and um, my body working properly. So a big glass of water and then I am getting in my caffeine. So once I have mixed up my caffeine and I am sipping on that, I will get together. I call it my morning stack and basically it is my gratitude journal and then whatever personal development books I am reading at the time. So I always start with gratitude. Um, I feel like I talk about this so much, um, but it has been a practice that I have just, it's really changed my life. Um, I use Rachel Hollis's Start Today journal, and basically every single morning I write out five things I'm grateful for, and then I write out 10 of my biggest dreams as if they've already happened. Um, and then I kind of like set the intention for the day on which goal I'm going to achieve first. So it's just a really good way um, to practice gratitude, but also like gets me fired up to be motivated and to work towards um, my goals. One thing I also do in that journal is um, at the beginning of the year, I picked like my word of the year and the word I picked was limitless. And I feel like I've never actually talked about this, but like with anyone, um, but every single day I write out that word. So in my journal, once I've done my gratitude and wrote out all my goals, I'll write the word limitless every single morning in my journal, um, just to have that reminder. And like I said, it just, these are the things that like really motivate me and get me excited for the day. I just um, love journaling this way. The next thing I do is um, I'll dive into the personal development books I'm reading. I feel like this is a really good way to kind of just like check in with myself internally. 
Um, I always try and read a book that kind of like speaks to me in the season I'm in and is something that I really um, need to hear kind of in those moments. It's a really good way to start your day um, kind of like on a positive note. And if you're someone that um, isn't like a big reader, I used to never be either. But once I um, discovered like self-help books and personal development, growth that kind of genre. Um, I just love reading. I love this time for me in the morning. Like I said, just check in with myself and it's just my me time. If you're someone that's looking to get into um, personal development, I have lots of recommendations. If you want to just send me a quick DM, we can totally kind of chat about that because I have read books about you know, confidence and kind of just like whatever I needed. Um, in the moment, I've read books about like finding your purpose and there's so many out there. So if you're looking to get into it, um, let me know and I will definitely give you some of my um, recommendations. I love like the tough love books too. Kind of just like give you that like check in the gut. Um, they just always get me like super motivated and super fired up. So every morning I usually read for about a half an hour to 45 minutes, um, just depending on like how quick I got dressed and stuff. Sometimes it takes me a while to figure out my outfit, you know? Um, anyways, then it is time for me to work out. At this point, my pre-workout has kicked in. I'm caffeinated. I am like energized at this point. Um, and it's like probably 5am and I'm like ready to conquer my day. Um, so I go downstairs and I um, bring my laptop, stream my computer right from the comfort of my basement and get in a really good sweat session. I, like I said, am feeling super energized um, and just, I always get a really good sweat on in the morning. One thing too, um, obviously there's going to be mornings where I don't feel as energized or maybe I'm just in a shit mood and I woke up maybe not on the right side of the bed. Every single morning I sweat and I move my body and work out um, because that is a gift in itself. Um, I think we sometimes take that for granted. Every single time I walk upstairs after sweating it out, it is like a therapy session for me. I feel so much better. Those endorphins are pumping and I am just in a much better mood um, before my family's even woken up. So even when I do wake up kind of in a crappy spot, um, that workout seriously helps me so, so much. I'll tell you, I used to always work out for the physical results, to see change, to lose weight, um, but the mental side of moving your body is why I continue to do it. Um, it is the cheapest therapy. It's the easiest way to get your endorphins pumping and it'll, it'll change the course of your day if you work out, um, in the morning. I know some people don't. Some people like to work out in the afternoon or in the evening. I used to be the same way, but once I kind of flip the script, um, just try it. Try and see if you like to work out in the morning. Um, and yeah, see how it goes. Once my workout is done, I am having a shower, getting ready for the day. And then once that is done, I am making breakfast. Now, I used to hate breakfast. I used to say, oh, like 
my stomach hurts in the morning so like I can't eat like I literally used to like always tell myself that which like I don't know if anyone else does that um but that's kind of how I used to get out of eating breakfast I would just tell myself that I didn't feel well so I wouldn't um do it but let me tell you if you start your day with a healthy um option in the morning have a healthy breakfast like it's going to make you feel so so much better about yourself um throughout the course of your day I also find too when I've worked out and ate a healthy nutritious breakfast um I make better choices throughout my day um instead of if I would have just ate like shit and ran out the door um so I just find that starting your day with a healthy breakfast if you have to prep it the night before like I'll cook um like an egg scramble with vegetables um at the beginning of the week I'll make like a couple different servings and then right in the morning all I have to do is throw it um in the microwave heat it up overnight oats is a good option as well if you're someone that's kind of on that time restraint in the morning um there's obviously like a lot of options um there but yeah I just think it's really important to fuel your body with something healthy in the morning your body will thank you you'll feel better throughout your day and um your brain will be better as well at this point my morning is over I have left the house I am on my commute to work um, one thing I didn't mention that I will now is I always try and not to um, check my phone in the mornings during my morning routine. Um, I know this is hard. I feel like our instinct is always as soon as we're up, we grab our phone, we check um, like check social media. I really try and be conscious not to do that um, because my mornings are for me. That's my time. I also love early mornings in the sense that I feel like that's the one time where no one can kind of interrupt me. I feel like most people aren't awake anyways, so they're not like calling or texting um, me for anything. But I just, I think it's really important just to have a time for you. I want to ask you a couple questions here just for you to think about. How are you showing up for yourself every day? What are you doing to take care of you. What are you doing to best set yourself up for success throughout the day? Are you someone that the alarm goes off 15 minutes before you need to leave the house? So you're scrambling to get ready, to get dressed, to make sure your lunch is packed and running out the door? Or are you someone that takes their mornings for themselves like I do and you see the true value in a morning routine. I would love to know what are things you love to do in the morning. I think it's important to know that this is a process. This is going to take time to get used to and to figure out your own groove here. Um, there's still things that I want to improve on in my morning and there's days where I still feel a little bit rushed and I, I don't want to. Um, so I think it's important to know that this is a process and whether you are someone that is scrambling out the door um, and you're listening to this and you know you want to um, kind of just have more time for yourself and set yourself up better for the day, you can totally, totally do that. I want to know what is one thing you can start with? Just start with one. Um, maybe it's just implementing gratitude in your morning, or maybe it's just implementing a workout, 
or you're just going to get up a half an hour earlier. That way you can make yourself breakfast and actually enjoy it. Um, Or you're just going to start out by getting up 15 minutes earlier than you would. And then next week, you'll get up a half an hour earlier just to give yourself some time for whatever you want to do. There's no right way or wrong way to do this. This is your life. This is your morning. And this is your day. So go out there and make it a good one. Like always, thank you guys so, so much for listening. I hope this was helpful. If you are joining the early morning club with me, Hello, welcome. It'll get easier, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. It'll be worth it. I know that for sure. Go out there and have the best week and we will chat very, very soon. (laughs) 